Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 135. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda. Thank you for pushing play and what another great week. I got to tell you guys, thank you for all your guys' support. Each and every week, you guys have been showing out, and I got to tell you, it hasn't been unnoticed. Uh, this past week has been a really great week for me. Really got to do a lot. Uh, really got, got to sit back and really just uh, let the time go. Um, last weekend, was able to really just get down to the gritty, started the podcast right on time, been able to get these notes done, uh, and actually was really grateful that I had uh, my notes done in time for the, for this uh, recording. But I want to just tell you guys, you guys um, have, been, have been showing me so much support as of late. I want to just remind you guys, you guys can call into the podcast, you guys can message the podcast, uh, you can get a hold of me at Facebook, Instagram, um, you could also uh, message me at the blaze podcast 559 at gmail.com. Um, that's where you can get a hold of me and um, we could talk. We could um, start talking about maybe some new segments that we want to uh, start producing on the, on the podcast. Uh, but this week I did want to celebrate, you know, um, my heritage and also my roots. Uh, you know, we're celebrating um, Mexican um, Heritage Week or month. And, um, you know, I, I didn't start it off last week, but I did def- definitely wanted to start it off this week. And, you know, this week I wanted to really review um, some some great music. I mean, my dad was the first uh, one to put me on to this uh, type of music and, and to this artist. He goes by the name Celso Pina, and he's also known as one of the best accordionists. Um, he is considered the most important musician in the style of cumbia. Um, he's a blaze runner. Um, he does a mixture of styles of fusion and tropical sounds um, and hits different elements of cumbia. Um, he uses ska, reggae, uh, rap, hip-hop, R&B, um, anything to really uh, make his listeners gravitate t- towards uh, you know, his genre. Um, but... Uh, Celso Pina was actually uh, self-taught the accordion. Um, he started playing music with his brothers in a called uh, in a band called Celso Pena y su Randa Bogada, um, and this is where he first started uh, really performing and for his local community. Um, and later on, you know, he, he started finding out that he wanted to start playing um, dance music. People. Uh, started gravitating towards the cumbia sound, so he definitely wanted to to make this his style, uh, and he ended it turning turning it to a, a unique genre. Um, but Pena ended up dying August twenty first, two thousand nineteen, from a heart attack. But his music and legacy definitely lives on. You know, Celso Pena has uh, his greatest hits album right now, and one of my favorite songs off of off of this album is Cumbias de uh, is El Poro uh, Manguel, sorry, my, my Spanish is terrible, El Poro uh, Manguel Luleno. Um, and also he has a, def, a bunch of different albums off of Spotify. Uh, but if you're looking for some good uh, listening music, uh, definitely will get you in a good mood. Uh, definitely check out, you know, uh, Celso Pena and many of his projects. Uh, but to go along with with the theme of uh, you know Mexican Heritage Month, I just wanted to talk about uh, my, one of my favorite movies called American Me. 
Um, it was released in two uh, not two thousand in nineteen ninety two, and it was produced and directed by Edward James Olmos. Um, this was actually his first film as a director, and he also uh, stars in this film, which is based on Rodolfo Cheyenne Cadena, um, a Mexican American. A gang leader of the Mexican mafia called La Eme. Uh, this movie shows you the 30 years of gang life in Los Angeles and how underrepresented uh, Mexican Americans were inside, uh, you know, the system. Um, this is basically the start of Mexican gangs and basically how we know them today. You know, most of the movie is filmed um, in Folsom Prison, which is the second oldest prison after San Quentin. Uh, but Folsom is a maximum security prison and is also known to have executed more than uh, 90 prisoners. Um, but it also housed one of the one of the most famous inmates, uh, Charles Manson. But this movie shows the formation of Mexican gangs in the prison system, uh, which at the time, like I said, was underrepresented. But now uh, holds about 40 percent of uh, California's prison population which leads all ethnicities now incarcerated. Uh, but this movie is definitely a classic, but many people in the gang uh, world um, doesn't resonate with it. You know, they, they, they kind of uh, fall short uh, with this movie. And um, I was actually listening to a Danny Trejo interview with DJ Vlad uh, talking about how... Um, Edward James almost um, had a hit on him for producing this movie with no permission. Um, you know, Trejo speaks on this movie and uh, he said about six other people were killed for being a part of this movie. Um, I think the controversy about the movie was uh, just how true and authentic the story was. Um, a lot of, a lot of um, people had, uh, said that, you know, the, the, the leader of La Emma was never um, raped. And if you watch the movie, you will see that scene. And it, it, it's, it's really, really gutsy to, to really come out with the movie, produce a movie about a gang uh, that maybe the, the, the ending or the, or the story uh, might not coincide with the real life aspect of it. So it's a real touchy subject, but at the same time, it's a great movie that shows you, um, you know, Mexican-American history throughout time. You know, it shows you through the Zoot Suits how uh, that era started the, the gang area uh, and, and really uh, turned the wave um, as, as a culture, you know. Uh, for, for me, um, as a kid watching this movie, my parents uh, definitely showed me this movie as at an early age. Um, but it, it really showed me that I don't want to go to jail. And I don't want to, you know, really, I don't really want to have to decide which click I have to choose. You know, if it, if you're in jail, you have to choose uh, basically what your ethnicity is. And if not, you know, those people will definitely go after you. As, you know, Dan, uh, as uh, Danny Trejo said in the interview with DJ Vlad throughout, um, he, he was just talking about, you know, the gang life in prison as well and just how... Um, how difficult it is for some who, who, who are unaware what, what is going on. Uh, but definitely American Me is on Netflix right now, and I, I hope, hopefully everybody uh, that is listening has watched it or is going to watch it. Uh, but I also wanted to, um, you know, of course, I, I listen to tons of music, 
but I wanted to to really um, I wanted to review another uh, project. I know I know uh, you know Celso Pena is a great artist and he he has tons of music that you should listen to, but. I cannot go a week without telling you guys to listen to Common's new album. Um, and you can listen to both parts. He had uh, part one that was released in 2020. And then now he has a second part, A Beautiful Revolution Part 2, that was actually released uh, earlier this month. Um, but but like I said, I, I just listened to tons of music throughout the week. So um, Common is known as Common Sense who is a rapper, actor, poet, and writer. Um, but Comic has uh, Common has been on the scene since, you know, the early 90s, and he's really evolved throughout his career. I'm a huge fan. I've seen Common about probably about five times in, in uh, concert. He actually did a, a show here at Fresno City um, for, um, like, pr prison uh, reformation, um, it, it was a, an awesome experience, but, um, he, he's a Grammy, Grammy winner, uh, and in 2003, uh, with the song Erica Badu on the single Love of My Life, then in 2007, Common received a second Grammy for, uh, best rap performance by a duo or group for the song Southside featuring Kanye West, uh, but this beautiful revolution one and two are his 13th and 14th studio albums, um, like I said, uh, A Beautiful Revolution Part 1 was released last year, and uh, this Part 2 was actually released earlier this month. Uh, but I got to tell you, um, you know, throughout uh, listening to, to uh, Common, I feel like he's really touched me on a, on a sonic level. I mean, everything that I hear from him, I definitely I gravitate towards. Uh, but this newer... Uh, album I definitely gravitated the most because I feel like the live instrumentation that he has along with the the collaborators that he has on this album are are amazing so my favorite um, songs off off these two um, new uh, a beautiful revolution part one and part two are what do you say featuring common and PJ uh, courageous featuring Common, uh, Stevie Wonder, and PJ, uh, A Riot in My Mind featuring Lenny Kravitz and Chuck D, and then he has a, a great uh, feature with um, Black Thought, uh, and that song is called When We Move, um, but definitely check out Common's A Beautiful Revolution Part 1 and 2, you can check it out on um uh, probably all streaming services, uh, but definitely uh, I checked it out on, on Spotify. But this week, I want to start off the local section by talking about the California wildfires that are still out of control in our state as two new wildfires have been threatening the California's uh, sequoia trees, which authorities have issued new evacuation orders uh, throughout uh, that Tulare area. Um, ash has been filling the sky as both Bay Area and San Joaquin Valley has issued bad air quality alerts. Tulare County, like I said, has issued evacuations to the communities in Camp Nelson earlier this week due to the KNP complex fire. 
The Windy and KNP complex fire have now burned nearly 60,000 acres and now uh, threatens communities that are surround the Sequoia National Park, which holds giant sequoia trees. Uh, there are more than 2,000 giant sequoias in the park, and firefighters are trying to control the burning by wrapping up the sequoia trees uh, with aluminum foil to help any major damage to these trees within the national forest. Um, but information has told, you know, news outlets uh, that a portion of the giant sequoias along the giant, uh, along the um, Tool River uh, on the Indian Reservation was confirmed to be burned um, from the Windy Fire. But there are currently 14 fires in California, which has burned... I think 2,348,000 um, acres, um, three fatalities, 3,000 plus structures damaged. Uh, Gavin Newsom this week will be uh, visiting Tulare County uh, to look at the devastation caused by these KNP fire and the Windy Fire uh, in the Sequoia National Forest. Um, also, President Biden is uh, also taking a trip here to California to look at the damage, but our governor is planning to sign a new $15 billion climate package designed to address wildfires and also environmental changes in high-risk areas. Um, but also, a, a fire broke out this past weekend near Fresno's Woodward Park near San Joaquin River. Um, the fire sparked in Madera County near Highway 41 uh, off the Children Boulevard at around noon on Sunday. Uh, they're still investigating the fire as Cal Fire, Madera, Mariposa, Merced were assisting Fresno City and county firefighters until it was fu uh, fully contained. Uh, but I just want to just tell you guys, you know, throughout this uh, fire season, just be careful where you guys are throwing your cigarette butts, where you guys are starting fires. And if you guys are going camping, make sure you guys are putting out your fires um, I, I don't know if they're they're allowing people to actually burn fires right now, but definitely got to take the risk out of it and, and do your part by, um, you know, just trying to take care of our, our environment. Right now, we see um, CO2 levels out of control uh, from these fires. And like I said, you see the, the dust, the ash, uh, and you can see the, the, the sunsets that are definitely uh, ugly, you know, people say, oh, look at how beautiful it is, but really it's all smoke in the air that uh, is creating that, that beautiful, um, sunset, but I just want to remind you guys just to be safe, um, as we, me and my wife traveled up, um, south, down south this past weekend, we also saw, um, a lot of fires, uh, throughout the grapevine, so there's a lot of things going on throughout our throughout our state a lot of wildfires and a lot of um a lot of things we needed uh to to change especially when it comes to climate change but on this podcast we're a huge supporter of local music and this week i wanted to review a new type of artist in our local scene um the this week i would like to review dj bambi who has been putting together some great sets as of late um bambi has been DJing for two years and has been truly making a name for herself throughout the local scene. She blends her favorite styles of hip-hop, funk, oldies, and my favorite, R&B. 
If you were at her E40 and Burner show at the Chuck uh, a week ago, you might have caught her on stage killing her set with Wu Tangzi. Um, she's also blessed the Chill Suite experience. And also, she's done shows at Tioga Sequoia um, and other local events. But you can check out uh, some of DJ Bambi's mixes on her SoundCloud, which you can find on her site, linners.com, L-I-N-N-E-R-Z.com, which features her contact info and also her blog. But if you are in need of a good DJ who spins some great jams, make sure to uh, book your event with DJ Bambi. You know, I'm a huge fan and always try to show love to her Instagram feed, which she often spins on, on, on the live. Uh, but you can also find DJ Bambi, like I said, on Facebook, Instagram, or on her uh, website at linners.com. Now let's start our Friday Night Live segment. And this week, Central is number one in the Central section in week five. Last week, Central defeated Ridgeview in a blowout win, 54-0. Kingsburg beat Porterville, 24-6. Hanford defeated Madera, 35-7. Clovis North pulled off a close victory against Redwood, 24-21. Clovis East dominated Tulare Union, 28-0. Roosevelt beat Liberty uh, from the Ranchos, 21-13. Fireball demolished Kerman, 56-12. Turlock beat Clovis West, 23-10. Sunnyside lost to Strathmore, 46-34. And Edison beat Danuba, 40-20. Reedley uh, defeated Selma 27-10. Madera South beat Fresno High 52-0. Hoover was defeated by Golden West 49-0. San Joaquin Memorial defeated Washington Union 47-0. And Singer, Sanger defeated Kennedy 28-14. And then Clovis loses to Bullard 35-12. Um, there's been a big shakeup in the in the um, rankings. I'm gonna wait till next week until after uh, this first week of um, division play, which our Friday night lights week up five matchups will start Thursday with uh, Clovis East, who were four and zero versus Sanger, um, and then Friday, uh, Madera South versus Kerman, Roosevelt versus Chowchilla, Washington Union versus Monarch. Um, Kingsburg versus Redwood, S Selma versus Hoover, Buchanan versus Edison, Mount Whitney versus Sunnyside, El Di Diamante versus Madera, uh, McLean, who is also 4-0, versus Dos Palos, who is 4-0, and Tulare Union uh, versus Hanford. Um, so th there's going to be a lot of great uh, Week 5 matchups uh, for our li Friday Night Lights segment. And let's see who's going to be uh, number one in the rankings uh, for week six. Now let's talk about our Fresno Grizzlies, who are 74-41. Our Grizzlies just clawed past the San Jose Giants last week. Uh, they won their final series 2-6 uh, to six versus San Jose Giants, but ended the season uh, with the best record in the low A West division. And this week, we take our playoff push at home versus San Jose Giants in a five-game championship series. We lost our first game on Tuesday, losing 3-1 to one in, a, in a pitcher's duel. Uh, the Grizzlies also lost their second game at home with a score of 4-2. to two. 
which really shifts the momentum into San Jose Giants' favor as they could seal, seal the series at home on Friday. The third game and the other two games will be needed to be won on the road in order for the Grizzlies to come back from this deficit. Fresno and San Jose met 32 times this year and have had 22 of those games been decided by one or two runs. And both teams have 16 games won under each other's belt. So it's anybody's ball game. Uh, hopefully the, the, the Grizzlies will get those last three wins. But last night's loss was uh, the last game at the Chuck for the season. And hope we can send good mojo over to our team this weekend in San Jose as they try to climb out of that 0-2 hole and get another championship ring for the trophy case. Now let's talk about our number 22 Fresno State Bulldogs who are now 3-1. and uh, This week our dogs take a new step in their journey for the, uh, for the Mountain West Championship. Last week our price went up. Fresno State has now made a name for itself by beating UCLA in an upset victory at the Rose Bowl last weekend. What an amazing game as I predicted Ronnie Rivers needed to have a great game for the dogs. Uh, Ronnie Rivers had 21 carries for 136 yards. He averaged 6.5 a carry with two touchdowns. Um, and he needed to play uh, well to have a good chance at beating the Bruins. Uh, but one thing I got from this game was just how high-powered our offense is. Uh, we haven't seen this type of uh, fluidity in our offense since Derek Carr era. Our QB, Jake Hayner, played a hell of a game as he trailed UCLA in the fourth quarter. Jake put together one of the best games I've ever witnessed, playing through pain, having the poise to lead the dogs to victory. He threw the ball 39 for 59 uh, with 455 yards, two TDs, and one interception. Um, he led the game. He really, uh, he really took it, took the offense under his reins, and really uh, took it to those Bruins. We led the game uh, in possession. Um, we almost doubled UCLA in time. Uh, this week, the dogs are ready to start their division or their their. Uh, Division play as they take on UNLV this Friday, September 24th at 7 p.m. at home. The Dogs will need another great game from Ronnie Rivers as our, our QB Jake Hayner was limited this week in practice uh, but should be playing with a sore hip as he's trying to recover from that UCLA game. But make sure you support your Dogs this week and every week um, as the Red Wave uh, is now going to take on the Mountain West Conference. But now let's talk about the NFL and what another great week. Um, you know, finally, we, we get to see some breakout games from some of the stars in the league. But first, I would like to talk about uh, the Ravens and the and Lamar Jackson, who, who beat the Chiefs last week. Uh, this matchup is probably one of the best matchups in the league. Uh, anytime Lamar Jackson takes on Patrick Mahomes, it's always a must-see. But this time, Lamar Jackson showed up and showed his whole package of tricks. Um, he was able to go off not only with his feet, but also his arm. Um, last week, we also seen Derek Carr uh, put together one of the best games I've seen him play as a Raider. Uh, the Raiders defeated the Steelers in the in an AFC showdown, which Carr and uh, Waller, the tight end Wallers um, showed to took over the game and uh, 
I can't wait to see what the Raiders are going to prove next. Uh, the Bucks continue to roll through week two against my Atlanta Falcons. Um, they showed what what it's like to, to really be champions. Um, they have the, the defensive line right now that is playing crazy. Um, their offensive line had a few hiccups last week. Uh, we were able to, to get to Brady, sacking him a few times. Uh, but, you know, once they hit third quarter, Brady uh, was able to seal the victory. Um, we also see Derrick Henry look to take his full form. Uh, he led in fantasy points as he ran for 35 carries uh, for 182 yards, averaging 5.2 a carry with three touchdowns. And to me, this week's trending player of the week is Atlanta Falcons running back Cordell Patterson, who finished the week with 11 rushing yards with uh, a one touchdown and also had five receptions with another touchdown. And the Falcons um, look to start to get their offense together. And we'll see uh, start to see that Patterson will get more touches uh, and will probably be inside the offense uh, on a more consistent basis as the season continues. Uh, but I would like to talk about, you know, week three matchups, and it starts tonight with uh, the Panthers versus Texans. Then on Sunday, the Chargers versus Chiefs, Cardinals versus Jaguars, Bears versus Browns, Washington versus Buffalo, Colts versus Titans, Saints versus Patriots, Falcons versus Giants, Bengals versus Steelers, Ravens versus Lions, Jets versus Broncos, Dolphins versus Raiders, Bron uh, Buccaneers versus Rams, Seahawks versus Vikings, and Packers versus Niners. And then on Monday, we got Cowboys versus Eagles. But now I'd like to finish up with, uh, you know, just the MLB segment. And this season, uh, the Giants have been having a successful season after last year having a subpar year going under 500. Uh, this year, the Giants look to finish the season off strong as they are near their 100-game uh, win for the season. They have been the best team in baseball since acquiring Chris Bryant from the Cubs. Uh, the Giants were given a 9-1 to odds to make the playoffs this year uh, with their win total to be projected at 74 wins and has surpassed that since August. Uh, many are still doubting uh, the 99 games won as they say it's still a fluke with the Dodgers only two games back uh, the, uh, from the race for the NL West. Um, it's still alive as we head toward, you know, the last week of the season, which in my case, both teams in the NL West should have seats for both in the playoffs, but only one could be crowned. Uh, and then the other one has to go through the gulag of the wildcard series, which means in essence, the two best teams in the NL is guaranteed to be eliminated before the NLCS. So right now, for both teams, it's about winning, uh, winning out of the rest of the season because um, it is basically a guarantee that the other team will. So if you don't win, the other team will. Um, last week, the Giants faced off against the Atlanta Braves, sweeping them 3-0. to zero. Then they took on the, uh, the San Diego Padres, uh, and they won that series, or they're winning that series two to zero, and will finish their series tonight. Uh, but this weekend, the Giants will take on the Colorado Rockies in a three-game series, and then uh, we'll face off against the Diamondbacks at home throughout the week. 
but the Dodgers faced off against the Cincinnati Reds, uh, beat them in their weekend series 2-1. to one. Um, This week, the Dodgers will finish off their uh, road series with the Rockies tonight as that series is tied 1-1. One to one. Uh, the Dodgers will face off against the Diamondbacks on the road this weekend and face off against the Padres at home during the week. You know, the race for the NL West is just getting started as the Giants lead the NL West by two games with the Dodgers trailing as this rival rivalry is proving to be the finest in the MLB. But I want to thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Every week, every Thursday, you guys could depend on this podcast. Uh, the Blaze is definitely... Not only my podcast, but this is your guys' podcast, and I just want to keep you guys informed of what's going on and give you guys some music, some movies to to, to watch and listen to throughout the week. Um, I just want to continue uh, giving you guys content week to week. You know, this is a podcast that I've been that I've been trying to work hard at. I just want to give you guys, you know, some just some words of encouragement. Just keep on going. If you guys have a dream, just keep on moving. No matter if nobody supports you, keep on going, you guys. For me, I have to listen to my own advice. I have to listen to that every week. You know, as as time goes on, as you know, as tough as it gets, um, I I just got to keep moving, and that and that's the biggest part of you know a dream is just keep working towards that goal. And even if you're far farther away than closer. Make sure you keep working hard, and that, and that's what I'm going to keep doing with this podcast. Keep proving to myself that I can continue to do this. As long as I, I have listeners, you know, I'm going to keep uh, going with this podcast, and I just want to let you guys know, I want you guys to give me some feedback. Give me some uh, insight. Give me what you guys want to listen to. You know, like I say always, this is not my podcast. This is our podcast, but I just want to let you guys know um uh, Make sure you guys support all your local businesses. Make sure you support all your local artists. Make sure you support all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda. I am signing off episode 135.